Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. How's everybody doing on this um, rainy day? It feels good outside, right? It's it's not cold. Thank God for that. Everybody giving up for Antoine all the way from Florida. Yeah. Coming up here to suffer for Jesus. All the way from Florida. Florida is beautiful. (laughs) Glory to God. Amen. We're going to dive right into the word. God has some wonderful things for us today. Amen. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we come before you in Jesus name. We thank you for this word that you have given us. Lord, you gave us 66 books and we're so very grateful um, for the word of God, for it is our life, it is our light, and it is our direction, it is our source of faith and, 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 so, and our rule and faith and practice. Thank you that you've given us your word so that our minds could be renewed, so we can think like you, so we can live like you live. And Father, we just, we're so grateful so we can know you, walk with you. We thank you for the word of God, for it is life-changing. I thank you for the power of the word of God. I thank you that your, it's, the Bible says in Romans 1 and 16 that um, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. I thank you that the word of God is the power of God unto salvation. It brings salvation in every area in our lives. We thank you for the word, for it is health to our flesh. It, 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 it is it's food for our spirits. It, it, it saves the soul of humanity. We thank you for that word, that incorruptible word in which we are born again by. I thank you that that word, you sent your word and healed us. I thank you for the word of God that is alive and well. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, um, piercing the division of, of the soul and the spirit and the, the intents of the heart. We thank you for that word that is life-changing. And Father, I thank you for revelation of the word today as we dive into it, allow this word to transform us. Father, I pray that the words that are spoken today, I pray that they'll be acceptable in your sight as I expound on the word. I thank you. It is the word that changes. It is the word that causes us to grow. We're so very grateful for it, Father. I pray that you'll grant unto your people the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened, that they may know what is the hope of your calling and what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance and what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards them that believe. Grant unto me your son who chooses to be a slave, um, supernatural divine utterance that I may boldly make known the mystery of the gospel. I thank you that the power of God is in my mouth. I thank you for the gifts of the spirit. We claim the gifts of the spirit that they will be in operation today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give your name, glory and honor. Everybody just lift up your hands. Let's worship the Lord. Father, we worship you. We thank you. Let's minister to the Lord. We worship you. We praise you. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the precious blood of Jesus. We thank you for the name of Jesus. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for angels working on our behalf. We thank you, Father. We, we praise you that our names are written in a Lamb's book of life, that we're going to spend all eternity with 
with you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you that we are more than conquerors through Christ who strengthen us. We can do all things through Christ who strengthen us. We thank you for this great salvation that you have given us. I thank you that we, you have called us to be kings and priests and to reign in life through the one who saved us. I thank you that we're reigning in life, that we're no longer under the bondage of sin, no under the, 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 um, the, um, the reign of sin. Sin has been destroyed over our lives. The power of sin has been destroyed. And I thank you that we're reigning through in life through righteousness. I thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We praise you and we glorify. We thank you for what you did for us in Christ. Oh, Father, that we are new creations. We are, we are something that we never were before. We are in Christ. It is in him we live and move and have our existence. Oh, we give your name glory and honor. I pray that today that, there, that, that the life switch will go off, that we'll see and understand things we've never understood before as it relates to our fellowship with you, our, our walk with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I could have stayed there all day. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. We glorify you. So today we're going to um, dive into 1 John. Everybody say 1 John. 1 John is the first, um, it's the first um, um, book that we're studying this year. Glory to God. So today is 2018, so we're going to dive into it. But before I go, I actually felt impressed of the Lord to kind of go over a little bit of what we shared last week. Um, as you can tell, I am healed. Glory to God. Last night, I um, checked my, I actually say early this morning, I checked my oxygen level. Guess what? It was 98. Woo! Glory to God. It has not been that high in within the last two years. And so I'm confessing and believing for it to be 100 and for it to maintain at 100. The Lord, for those who don't know, the Lord healed me a couple weeks ago of asthma. Um, I developed, according to them, I, I, I was diagnosed with asthma two years ago and uh, was in and out of the hospital, the ER. I actually spent three days in the hospital and that was the first time I ever actually spent in the hospital for myself. And the Lord, I, I, I took, after I came out of the, the ER, Two and a half weeks ago, I think three weeks ago, I said, let me target my faith and I'm going to go in as it relates to Christ, the healer. And I began to feed my faith on healing scriptures. Um, there's a healing CD um, by Dr. Um, Kenneth E. Hagan. Um, and so I began to listen to that day in and day out. And then I began to say with my mouth that Christ has redeemed me from the curse of asthma. And I began to declare that all the time, every wakening hour. Everybody say every awakening hour. So I said it at least two or three times every hour that I was awake. And then when I, if, I wake, if I woke up in the middle of the night, I said it. I said, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of asthma. And I began to attack also inflammation and sinus infection. And I began to declare that Christ had redeemed me um, from the curse of asthma, inflammation, and sinus infection. And, 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 and I noticed one day, as I was making these confessions, that it turned from just confession to a reality in my life. And I, I could breathe without wheezing. Um, for several months, I took two um, up um, inhalers, two in the morning and two at night. I had two different inhalers. 
And then I also did two different breathing. I mean, I did two breathing treatments, one in the morning and one at night. If I did not do that, you could hear my lungs rattle. It was so loud. And I'm telling you, I have felt so good. I haven't felt this good in two years. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm telling you, and Alfred was Alfred actually got a chance to see the enemy at work in my body. We brought the desk up that the Lord blessed us with, and I had an asthma attack. And Alfred and the other young man who was helping me, he was like, you okay? Because <laughs> I, I, I mean, it just it was an attack. And I'm telling you, God is good. And he wants you to be healed. He wants you to walk in the redemption that God has given us in Christ Jesus. And I'm telling you, I, it's nothing like the power of the word of God. Uh, um, give you a pass. I built the youth ministry when I was a youth pastor. I was a youth pastor at three different churches. And I built every one of those youth ministries through my faith. And I'm telling you, I'm excited. Even with our confessions that we made today, I'm telling you, we got to stay on it. Everything that we, I used to say in the youth ministry, we actually saw the manifestation of what we were believing for. And I'm telling you, there is something about the power of God's word. You got to put it in your mouth and you got to say it daily. It cannot be said every now and then, but it must be said throughout the day and throughout the night. And so I want to show you, share a couple of scriptures with you. Um, so go with me to Deuteronomy 28 before we jump into 1 John. Deuteronomy 28. Um, and as you see, that this is um, a list of the blessings as well as the curses that is mentioned here. And so Deuteronomy 28, I, I'm telling you that this is it's just powerful. Go to verse 61. Verse 61, it says, every sickness also... And every affliction that is not recorded in this book of this law, the Lord will bring upon you until you are destroyed. Now, we know that the Lord doesn't bring sickness or disease. How do you know that, Pastor Dwayne? It said it in ESV. Um, the translators did not translate that correct. It should be that the Lord will permit or the Lord will allow. And so we see the fullness or the full revelation of who God is, is in Jesus. If you just had the Old Testament, you would think that good and bad came from the Lord. But as you go to the new, how many know that the, oh, the, new, the Bible is progressive revelation? So that means that you don't get the fullness of God in the Old Testament alone. So if you read the Old Testament just alone, you would think that everything good and bad came from God, both blessings and curses. But as you see in the New Testament, you see the fullness of God manifest or the full revelation of God. And we see from Hebrews chapter one, it says that God has um, spoken to us in these last days through his son, Jesus Christ. And so look at Jesus. Jesus is the perfect will of God in action. And so if you want to know about God, just look at Jesus, the things that he said, the things that he did. And sometimes people want to say, well, God is causing the wind to blow and God is causing sickness and disease. Well, Jesus was fighting against God if that was the case. And so here, Deuteronomy 28, 61, it says that the, the sickness and disease or the affliction that is not listed. And as you read through that, you see a lot of different sickness and disease. Um, you can add any sickness that you may be facing today Amen. to that. And so what I did is I said, according to Deuteronomy 28, 61, asthma is part of the curse of the law. Amen. So if you have, um, give me, throw out a sickness. 
high blood pressure, diabetes. Okay, so you could say Deuteronomy 28.61 said, according to Deuteronomy 28.61, diabetes is part of the curse of the law. High blood pressure is a, a part of the curse of the law. With that in mind, go to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. I felt impressed just to mention this because I want you to go and receive your healing like I receive mine. God, I'm not God's favorite. Amen. And so what he's done for me, he'll do for you. Amen. It's not based on my righteousness, but it's based on Jesus righteousness. And you, too, can receive from God. I'm telling you, it is easy to receive healing, just like it's easy to receive forgiveness of sin. All right. Galatians chapter three, verse 13. You need to highlight these scriptures. You need to meditate these scriptures. I got Destin. He's declaring <laughs> these scriptures all the time. He had a fever the other day. He says, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of, the, of this fever. I said, wow. He says, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of this fever. And I'm telling you, he, he begins to list different things. I'm like, whoa. And um, he said, Daddy, Christ has redeemed you from the curse of asthma. <laughs> and I amen, because he heard me say it like a million times. All right, so verse 13 says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who is hanged on a tree so that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come out, come to the Gentiles and that, so that we may receive the promised spirit through faith. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law and which includes sickness, disease, poverty and spiritual death. We talked about that last week. So whatever sickness you may be facing today, you add that to that list. You can say Christ has redeemed me from the curse of diabetes. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of high blood pressure. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of tooth infection. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of sinus disease. Come on. So that's what you do. You add that and you say that with your mouth. Meditate these scriptures. And go over and over and over with them and begin to declare it all the time if you're facing a sickness. Hallelujah. If you got a common cold, I double dog dare you to say Christ has redeemed me from the curse of this cold. If you have sinus problems or allergies, Christ has redeemed me from allergies. Are you with me? Yes. I'm telling you, you got to say it all the time. You meditate on it. You feed your faith on, on these scriptures and others and declare it all the time. There's power in your words. Yes. Amen. Amen. What you say is what you'll get and what you get is what you'll see. Yes. So you got to say what you desire. Say what God's word says. This is beyond just affirmation. This is the confession of the word of God. And the Bible tells in, the he in Hebrews to hold fast to our confession of faith. Say what you desire and you'll see it. Now, if you're saying something that is contrary to the word of God, you're not going to see it. Amen. So you can't be saying, Lord, I claim somebody else's spouse, <laughs> you know, or I claim somebody else's house. Or I claim, you know, that's not going to come to you. But you can claim what God has said about you claim for your needs to be met claim concerning relationships. As you read the curses of the law, you see there's dysfunction, there's frustration. If you're frustrated today, God, Christ has redeemed you from frustration. 
If you have dysfunction in your relationships, Christ has redeemed you from dysfunction. If you have confusion, Christ has redeemed you from confusion. Mm. Read that in Deuteronomy 28. It says that you'll that, that basically you'll be frustrated, you'll be confused, you'll you'll actually um, one, one other scripture I want to show you, Rick. Go back to Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. Um, go to um, verse 12. Verse 12. Look at this. It says, um, I'm sorry, not verse 12. That's not what I wanted. Um, go to verse 65. Uh, actually, 66. It says, your life shall hang in doubt before you. Night and day you shall be in dread and have no assurance of your life. That's part of the curse of the law. Law. So if you're in doubt and you don't know who you are or what God has called you to, that's part of the curse. The blessing of Abraham is God knew, Abraham knew what God had called him to do. Abraham knew that God, that he was going to be the father of many nations. So part of the curse of the law is not knowing who you are. Come on. <laughs> the part, part of the curse of the law is that you're, you're unsure about life. Glory to God. We have been redeemed from that. And according to Psalm 103, go over there. 103, and then I'm going to get to 1 John. Psalm 103, Psalm 103. Glory to God. I, I'm telling you, this thing has changed my life. I, I can run. I can shout. I can, I'm telling you, I am redeemed. Okay, look, Psalm 103. Let's look at verse 1 real quick. Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. I, I challenge you to bless the Lord all the time. Bless the Lord, O my soul. So what is David doing? He's commanding his soul to bless the Lord. Command your emotions. Don't allow your emotions to control you. You control your emotions. It's called emotional, emotional intelligence, right? You manage your emotions. Emotions, mind, will, bless the Lord. Yeah. I command my soul to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Lord, you're good. You're awesome. You're mighty. You're wonderful. I command you. So when you're doing that and you're praying over and your mind wanders off, you're thinking about what you're going to eat. You're thinking about the, the, the um, cell phone. You're thinking about your Command your soul to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I bless you, Lord. I worship you. Make the Lord glad. Minister to him. Make him happy. Bring him joy with your praise. Are you with me? It says, bless the Lord, all, the, all my soul and all that is with Thin me. So command everything that is in you, bless the Lord. If you got a disease in you, command it to bless the Lord. If you got a devil in you, command it to bless the Lord. And how many know that when you start doing that, those things will start falling off and fleeing? It says, bless the Lord, all, the, all, the, all my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And it goes on, it says, bless the Lord, all my soul and forget not what? All his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities who heals all your what diseases. And this is the part I wanted to say, who redeems your life from the pit. King James says, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Y'all thought we were just making that confession out of the blue. You see, you see that what we confess today is in line with the word of God. Um, it says, who redeems your life from destruction or from the pit. You can say, I've been redeemed. Christ has redeemed me from the pit. Or Christ has redeemed me from destruction. Yes. Psalm 91, it says, a thousand shall fall on my right hand, 10,000 shall fall on my left, but it won't come near me. I've been redeemed. Say, I've been redeemed, I've been redeemed. from destruction. I've been redeemed, I've been redeemed. 
from the pit. And it goes on and says, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good. Um, King James says, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth in, in, is renewed like the eagles. And you know that scripture that says, it says, let the redeem of the Lord, what? Say so. How I many know that we need to start saying so? Yeah. Amen. That's Psalm 107 verse 2. Go over that real quick. Psalm 107 verse 2. Highlight these scriptures. Meditate these scriptures. Put them on index cards. Put them on your screen savior. Savior. <laughs> screen set. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Let the redeem of the Lord, what? Say so. Say so. And whom he has what? From what? From trouble. You've been redeemed from trouble. Christ has redeemed you from destruction. Christ has redeemed you from trouble. How many got some trouble? Trouble your trouble with the word of God. Trouble your trouble with God's word. Trouble your trouble with praise. Trouble your trouble with worship. That's good news. He's redeemed us from trouble. And it says, let the redeem of the Lord what say so. If you're not saying so, you're not going to get so. You got to say so. Oh, I, I prayed about it. I'm trusting God. How are you trusting God? With your mouth. This thing, we got saved through our mouths. Confession made unto salvation. Heart believes unto righteousness. If you don't open your mouths, you won't see the full benefits of your salvation. You got to say some things. And I want to challenge you to say the word of God. Speak life over your life. Speak death over the things that you want to see die in your life. If you got a soul tied to somebody else who's not your spouse, call it death. Speak death to it. I call this relationship dead in Jesus name. I call this a bond with this ungodly person that I'm unequally yoked with dead. I'm saying so. Come on. Amen. You got an infection in your body. Say so. Say in the name of Jesus, I speak to this infection and I command it to leave my body in Jesus name. And sometimes what I do is I'll talk to the sickness because sickness and disease and also things have ears. And they will obey you if you open your mouth. How do you know, Pastor Dwayne? Mark 11 talked about Jesus cursing the fig tree. Fig tree has some ears. And when Jesus says, no man shall eat of you anymore, guess what? That fig died. So you got to say, you got to speak to some things. You got to open your mouth. Things have ears and they will obey you. So I will speak to, I say, infection, and I say, do you know who Jesus is? Jesus is the the bright and morning star. He's the word of God. He's the one that went to hell and conquered death, grave in the hell. Uh, Grave in the, I'm messing that scripture up. But he also conquered, do you know, in Colossians it says, Mr. Um, Infection, that, that Jesus spore principalities and made a show of them openly. He disarmed the enemy. So I want you to know, Mr. Infection, that you have to leave my body because of who Jesus is. I'm reminding the the disease 
what Jesus did. Mark, Matthew 8, 17 says he himself took, he took upon our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. If he took it, why should we deal with it? He took it. So it's illegal. I got a message I'm working on. It's called, it's illegal. It's illegal for sickness and disease to abide in your body. If you've been saved and, and saved by the grace of God and the blood of Jesus is applied to your life, it is illegal for sickness and disease to abide in your body. It's illegal. It has no right. The woman who was disabled, who was bent over, Jesus, who was for 18 years, Jesus says, this, this, should, not have, this should not be. For Satan has bound her these 18 years. She is the daughter of Abraham. And these things ought not be. It is illegal for sickness and disease to be in your body. I want you to get angry at sickness as you do sin. It has no right in your body. Even the common cold, even one pain. You have a right to a pain-free body. You have a, you have a right to a disease-free body. You have a right to a sickness-free body. You have a right to a peaceful mind. You have a right to have no guilt and no condemnation. You have a right for forgiveness of sin. You have a right to the table of the Lord. You have a right to sit in fellowship with the saints. It is your, it is your um, God-given right because you receive Christ. God gives us a spread. He says, take of this salvation and eat of it. You have a right to have wisdom in your relationships. You have a right to have wisdom on your jobs. You have a right to have heaven in your marriages. You have a right to have healthy kids. Come on. You have a, you have a right that God has given us some right to reign in life, to have wisdom and to be who God called you to be. You have a right to lose weight and get in shape and feel good. Oh, glory to God. I'm telling you, you, we have, we, we got we to gotta rise up. This is, this is the year to rise up and to walk in Christ. Walk in your redemption. Walk in your health. Walk in your prosperity. Walk in your favor. Walk in the direction that God has for your life. Walk, be the husband, be the wife, be the single person that God's called you to be. It is illegal if you're single. It is illegal for you to touch me. We, we can't go there. It's illegal. <laughs> it's not right. Glory to God. It's illegal to steal something that doesn't belong to you. But if it belongs to you, it's your right to have it and to protect it. Come on. Amen. Amen. First John. <laughs> that was the pre-intro. <laughs> Glory to God. The pre-intro. All right. So here we go. We're going to talk about walking with God. And you'll see these things tied together. But that was impressed by in my spirit to remind you of who, what you have and who you are. You're more than a conqueror. You're not just a survivor. I used to hear preachers say, you're a survivor. No, you're more than a survivor. God has given it. You know, see, some people say, well, I conquer. Um, the good thing is. You know, you conquer something, that's great. But good thing is, when we got saved, Jesus conquered some things. He's the conqueror. He made us more than a conqueror. <laughs> he did the work and turned around and made us something more than we deserve. 
We're more than a conqueror. Glory to God. He says, be of good cheer for I've overcome. Because I overcame, you overcome. Amen. All right. First John chapter one. <laughs> uh, walking with God. I said walking with God. All right, let's, I'm going to read this out of ESV, these 10 verses, powerful verses. First John, so when you get a chance, outside of your daily reading um, from, the, from the program or, or the, the plan that we have, uh, read First John. It's only five chap- chapters before next week. It says this, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we looked upon and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. The life was made manifest and we have seen it and testified to it and proclaimed to you the eternal life, which was with the father and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you so that you too may you too may have fellowship with us. Indeed, our fellowship is with the father and with his son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another in the blood of Jesus. His son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins, of all forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we have made him a liar and his word is not in us. My little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. I couldn't resist reading the other part. (laughs) All right, so let's take a look at this. Walking with God. I was tempted to name this relationship versus fellowship. Relationship versus fellowship, the walk with God. Christianity is more than just a set of rules. It's a living, thriving fellowship and relationship with God. It is a working knowledge of the living Christ. How many know we need a working knowledge of the word? It's one thing to have a concept of different things in the Bible, but it's another thing to have a working knowledge of the word, having it lived out in your life. And that's where a lot of believers miss it. I'm going to tell you something, but before I receive my healing, I think only once before that, I actually received healing from the Lord. All the other times I went to the doctor or I waited out if it was the flu or if it was something I, I it was I, I just kind of took went to the medicine or whatever the case. But this was the second time in my life that I actually received from the Lord. And I'm convinced that most of God's people don't know how to receive specific, specifically healing and even prosperity. I'm talking about not just you working extra hours but God supernaturally provide for you where, where, where there is a, a need and you prayed and believed that you received and the angels influenced someone to bless you or something happened where you were set free from that bill or that 
situation. I'm telling you, I, I, I want to have a working knowledge. I'm tired of my prayers not being answered. I'm tired of not having sweet communion with God. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, if you just have religion, then you have, have missed a real Christianity. You should be able to see God at work in your life. It's, it's time to grow into a real knowledge of him, a real relationship and fellowship with God. Many people know about him, but very few know him. Do you do you receive from him on a regular basis? Are your prayers being answered? If not, there's something wrong on your part. I don't just want a head knowledge, but I want a, a heart revelation of him. I want to know him intimately. I want to walk with him. I want to go beyond just singing. Stop. When the music stops, I want to worship him every day. Uh, see, some of us, we worship worship. <laughs> um, as long as the music is playing, we, we have that um, um, that bubbly feeling and, and we lift up our hands. But that, that has to be more than just the singing of the songs on Sundays and the hearing of the sermons on Sundays. There has to be a working knowledge where you apply it to your life and you see the fruit of it. There's a message I did a couple years ago called this is how we do it. This is how we put the word into practice. Our name of our church is kingdom living, living out the kingdom every day. When do we go from just "Ah, I'm a Christian to when they see a real Christian, they really see Christ at work in you. According to Deuteronomy 28, part of the blessing is that people will, will see God in you and they'll be afraid of you because they see God at work in you. They're afraid to put their mouths on you because God is so evident in your life. How many know the world should be afraid of us? That when we say the sun is not coming out for three days, I got scripture, Joshua. Now, you can't do this out of your own. (laughs) I don't want the sun out. I just want to be want it to be dark. (laughs) Uh, But you got to You got to walk with God. And if God wants that to happen, you so in sync with him, you are speaking and it happened. Amen. If it's necessary, you'll call down fire from heaven. Mess with me. Now, now, there was a man of God. And I'm not saying that this is 100 percent right, but he had been in this barber shop and he was waiting to get his hair cut. And he was next in line. He had been there for about, a, about two hours, two or three hours. He was next in line. And the guy decided to allow a drug dealer <laughs> to, to get ahead of this preacher. And the, the man of God says, mm, I'm done. I'm, that's it. He went to the man. He says, and this business was shut down. I'm out. He walked away and the business was closed within a month. And the guy came asking, please, please, please speak a blessing over. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm not. So don't ask me that in Q&A. But I'm saying that we got authority, more authority. You know, God will bless your job because of you. <laughs> you better start speaking some things. You know, it says God was with Joseph and, and, and Potiphar's house was blessed because Joseph was working or in his house. I'm telling you, God will bless your businesses because you're there. Amen. Amen. And so we need a working relationship. Um, God is active. God is real. God, God is more real than anything else. He's more real than the stuff we put on social media. He's act. He's an active God. 
that is very much involved in the lives of his people and his creation. How many know the answer prayer, answer prayer is available to us now. Healing is available to us now. Provision is available to us now. Peace is available to us now. Heaven on earth is available to us now. Forgiveness is available to us now. Deliverance is available to us now. God doesn't want abund- for you to be in abundance for the next 20 years. Amen. Amen. If, if you're addicted to cigarettes, there's deliverance for you today. Amen. Um, have you noticed that the Bible doesn't talk much about relationships? You know, people are always talking about they got a relationship with the Lord. Well, well, that's true. If they are a sinner, the relationship is judge. You got a relationship with the Lord. Yeah, that's right. So don't argue with people who say, I got my own relationship. Yeah, that's right. He's your creator and you're the creation. Relationship is a matter of birth. Fellowship is a matter of choice. You can't determine who you're related to. But it's a matter of fellowship. You choose who you want to be around. So the walk with God is a choice, a daily choice of walking with him. We're related to God because of the blood of Jesus. But many Christians don't know him. Many Christians don't fellowship with him. Fellowship is a matter of choice. Every single day you have a choice to make to fellowship with God Almighty. You're related by the blood, but your fellowship is developed as you spend time with him. So many people sing songs. They think they're worshiping him because of some emotions are being stirred up and what we call praise and worship. Sometimes we think the Lord is moving in praise and worship because there's ad living to the song. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. But many of times it's just flesh. As you see the different artists, more and more artists are, are gospel praise and worship leaders. They're adding to it and they, they're imitating a true move of God. It's not really the move of God because they, they, they were able to um, add some things to the song and make it their own. We, we got to learn how to discern just because there's a people get excited doesn't mean that God is there. We have to be careful. Many, many of the um, I, I see d- different churches and different ministries where and, and I've been involved in some where people are they get excited doing praise and worship and they're, they're jumping up and down and, and they're swaying. Oh, God, he touched me and they're shaking and, and they're like, oh, God is here. But then what about Monday when you go to work? He is there when you're going throughout a hardship. I want you to know you can worship then. It's easier to worship in a corporate setting, but it's more challenging to worship when you're going through. When you're in pain, hallelujah, glory to God, God is good. (laughs) I won't complain. You know, you got to have a mindset that whether I'm in darkness and a dark season of my life, I'm going to praise him. That concludes this week's message. And thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Rancocas, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, 
Contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.